What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Venice Antoinette, but you can call me V. And your girl, Amber Monique, also known as A Momo Chanel. Here with another episode of Sip and Spill. On this show, we sip on drinks while spilling the tea on dating and relationships. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star rating. You can find us on sippinspills.com. That's S-I-P-A-N-D-S-P-I-L-L-S.com, where you can find our podcast, blog posts, and join our email list, where we offer special giveaways and discounts. Also, make sure you follow us on social media. That's at sippinspills across all social media. Now, let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Sip and Spill. Uh, so, Amber, let the people know what are we talking about today. So, today we're going to be talking about virtual dating. Um, with everybody being quarantined and with the pandemic and everything, it's definitely a more common topic. So, we're going to be going through it and seeing if it's a do or don't. So, first question. How do you even date while social distancing? Right. I mean, I guess it's just a lot about if you're not a phone person, I guess you're screwed because right. what else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's that seriously. Like, what, <laughs> what else can you do to like date while social distancing? Like, and is it inappropriate to like say you're dating or you've been dating someone, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, the quarantine is going on, but y'all live in the same city or in the same space. Is it, in, ooh, sorry. Is it inappropriate for y'all to, like, go to each other's houses to hang out or? Well, based on what, like, the CDC is advising, yeah, it's not a good idea. But that's kind of hard to enforce on yourself, I would imagine. I'm single right now, so I don't, but I, I've thought about that. Like, do our couples actually adhering to that right right Mm. but okay let's just go into kind of like we're single so we're not dating anybody serious whatever Mm -hmm. i'm assuming all forms of dating right now would have to be virtual right i'm thinking unless maybe like if you go park somewhere and y'all are both in your cars you let the windows down (laughs) then you sit and you sit and talk or something like that's really the only <laughs> acceptable way. But, I mean, I can't even see that last thing. Like, somebody's going to get out the car at some point, most likely. That's right. probably not going to go well. So, like, what exactly is considered a virtual date? And I asked this because there was a recent poll that showed that the Generation Z or Gen Zers actually consider a texting conversation a date. I would disagree. I don't. I never considered that a date. I don't understand how that is. Like, <laughs> it's how not. is texting a date? Like, it's like, not. did y'all agree upon a certain time to like text each other? Right. You know? Like, that takes zero effort. That is not a date. Texting is not a date. I do. Because I, wonder- I guess maybe it's like okay, maybe I could kind of see it if it was like he hit me up like, hey, at seven p.m. 
we're going to like talk or whatever. And then at 7 p.m. we start texting, but like maybe we play like a game or something like that during that time. Or like we kind of spend that time really like texting wholeheartedly. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. It just sounds funny. Yeah, it's just because I really don't see how that's a texting date. Like I would think I would consider maybe a game a date, but texting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, what is considered a virtual date then? To me, I would consider it like a FaceTime thing, or like um, okay. physical, or maybe even a. No, I don't want to say I consider a phone conversation date because I feel like. We shouldn't allow this to lower our standards. To being on the phone doesn't really take that much effort. So to me, it would be like we're sitting in front of FaceTime, like maybe we both got dressed and we're having like a meal together or something that way. Yeah, I think the effort is what's important. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. if we if we do like a FaceTime date or a phone call date or something like that, it's like maybe if he like I don't know sends me like um a bottle of wine or yeah. something that I can drink while we do that. Mm-hmm. Or I heard somebody say something along the lines of like sending this girl who he was trying to date before this happened. But then when their first date was scheduled, this happened. So an idea he had was like um, basically sending her a meal from the restaurant that he was going to take her to. Oh, that's nice. Right. So like something along those lines, I feel like still counts as a date. Mm-hmm. But like us just getting on FaceTime talking, like no, that's like it has to be some form of effort. Involved. Exactly, I agree. And mm-hmm. I feel like the same thing with kind of like phone calls. Like mm-hmm. I feel like, granted, I don't know if I could consider phone calls a date. I would. Like, I feel like yeah. it has to be at least FaceTime. Because I also you could literally put zero effort into that. He could be playing a game while he's talking right. to you. It could. I mean, not that I don't appreciate phone calls, but that. No, I don't consider it a date. Right, yeah. And then, like, you said you would consider playing games a date? Yeah, I would, because that you have to, like, set aside the time, I guess, to do together and plan for it. But maybe not even necessarily, though. I don't know. It depends on the game. Yeah. Like, if we're doing, like, an iMessage game, then no. That does not count. (laughs) Because iMessage games, you can play, like, um, like, I was playing pool with somebody the other day. Um, I was playing beer pong with somebody else the other day. Like those to me don't count as dates, mm-hmm. but if it's like a game where we're like really getting to know each other, oh. then I think that could count as a date. Oh yeah. I didn't even think like, about that. Like 21 questions or like something along those lines. Um, or even if it's something fun that we have to like be directly interacted with, like if we played like black card revoked over Mm -hmm. FaceTime or like something Mm -hmm. like that I would consider that a date but us just like playing like a virtual game like basketball hoops or you know something (laughs) like that like no no I don't consider that a date yeah I've never the iMessage games can you just play that in your leisure or do you have to plan to play that at the same time I've never played um no you can play that as your leisure like somebody will send you an invite um to play and then you play, and then you have to wait for their turn to play back. But it could be thing. whenever. So, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it can be whatever. So. Like, there's no, like, time constraint on it. Oh, yeah. So then, yeah, that's not a date at all. Yeah, but I guess 
I didn't think of that. If it was like we agreed on a time to play games, then maybe. Mm-hmm. But even then, I don't know. Like, right. I feel like if we're going to do that, I need to be on FaceTime with you and playing. Yeah, or something. It's like you what know? we're saying, the effort. It has to be just... Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about, like, movie dates? Like, the idea of, like, maybe y'all watch the same movie on Netflix together while on the phone or on FaceTime or something. Or texting, whatever. I, I think that's cute. Um, In that instance, I might want to just text. Like, I don't know if I want to sit the phone in front of me while I watch the whole time and then are we going to be talking? Like, um, I want to hear... <laughs> but I think if you plan to watch it at the same time, I would consider that a date. And then maybe talk okay. about it afterwards on FaceTime or something. What about you? Yeah, I was going to say, it would have to be some type of interaction over FaceTime. Like, mm-hmm. to me, I need some form of like interaction with you for me to consider it a date as okay. physical as possible. Mm-hmm. And so it's like FaceTime to me is the closest thing to that. Um, or the phone, like I would consider the phone, I would prefer FaceTime, but I I would consider the phone, but texting, no. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the thing, but I like what you say, kind of like if we're texting during the movie and then once we're both done with the movie, then we like FaceTime to talk about it, then cool. That's fine. Yeah. Cause I guess the thing with the phone, like, have you ever watched, been on FaceTime while you're watching the same thing as somebody and then like you hear a delay because their sound is behind. Yeah, or vice versa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's annoying. Mm -hmm. That's That's annoying. But yeah, I agree. We have to be interactive in some way. So Mm -hmm. where do you like find suitors during like a time like this? I'm the wrong person to ask. I don't know. I mean, I guess it would have to be electronically, but I don't, I don't like But like where? Right. Like I don't... (laughs) I don't know. What do you think? Well, definitely dating apps is probably yeah. at the top of the list. And then I even saw that Facebook has a dating app now. I've seen that too. And Would you ever use like a Facebook dating app? I think I would be more likely to use that if I was going to use what? anything. Because oh to me, it's like you're already on there. But does it pick out of your friends? I feel the complete opposite. <laughs> How does it work, though? Does it pick your friends? I could never see myself on a Facebook dating app. Honestly, I don't know. It's just weird to me that Facebook has a dating app. You know, like when I think about Facebook, it's like I use Facebook to stay in contact with like my my old friends or yeah. like my family and stuff like that. Yeah, And it's like I just... To me, a dating app needs to be strictly a dating app. And like Facebook to me has way too much information about me just That's because true. I've had a Facebook yeah. that I, would, I wouldn't I would be comfortable with using like a dating app on Facebook. That you is know? true. Like, I, I didn't think of it that way. I guess I was And thinking- then even if it's like they don't take your information, I yeah. still wouldn't like it because it's Facebook and that's just not like what Facebook does, you know, like I just, I just know that's like Twitter coming out with a dating app. Like I would never use that. But to me, I guess I was thinking of it because I don't have, it's like, I'm already there. Like I haven't downloaded a dating app and I don't see myself doing it, but I already have Facebook. And if, and a person, Mm. a person that may be on there, they didn't necessarily go out of their way to get on a dating Mm. app. So to me, it seems more like kind of organic, but it's not really because it's still a dating app. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like even with the Facebook dating app, you're on Facebook, but you still would have to use a separate application to access like the dating part of it. Kind of like iMessenger. I mean, Messenger with Facebook, uh, like yeah. you have to use, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, I, I understand what you mean, though, in, in the sense of, like, the comfort, because you already are on Facebook, mm-hmm. but that actually makes me feel the complete opposite. Like, I just, I couldn't imagine going and being like, oh, I'm going to get on this Facebook dating <laughs> app and, like, really be on there, like, trying to date. Like, it's just, yeah. at that point, it's like, why don't I just slide in people's DMs <laughs> on Facebook? Right. Like, I feel like and- that's what much more effective. Like, what... <laughs> probably yeah i get what you're saying (laughs) granted i wouldn't do that like i don't slide in dms but right i just would prefer to do that than to download the facebook dating app i don't know yeah but um outside the facebook dating app i do feel like dating apps right now are probably like super popular because one you know you're not going to meet up with this person anytime soon. So you can genuinely take this time to get to know them so that when this whole thing ends, you can decide who you really want to go on a date with. And it's no pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's literally no pressure. Um, I think the only annoying thing is is that everyone's bored. So, like, everyone is connecting with everyone and wants to hold a conversation with everyone. Like. Yeah, I had to get off dating apps because it was too many people expecting too much of my energy at one time. That's the way I would feel, like super, like what? It, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't see myself doing it, but maybe if we're still doing this two years down the line, if we're still quarantining, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like the only app that like I felt like had potential. It's just it didn't have that many great options for me to pick from. Mm-hmm. Was Bumble? That's what I've heard. Bumble, right? One, it took me out of my comfort zone. But with Bumble, um, once the girl and the guy connect, the girl has to be the first one to reach out mm-hmm. um, in order for them to start a conversation, mm-hmm. or f- in order for him to like say anything to you. So I like that because it was sometimes I would connect with somebody, and then I would look, and I'm like, eh. I don't really actually want to get to know him, (laughs) you know? So it was never that much pressure. So I might've had like, I don't know, 50 connections, but I was only holding conversations with three people because I'm the one who had to reach out type of thing. Right. Um, So I do, I do, I did like that. It's just that Bumble didn't have very good options and it might just be because I'm in Philly, but yeah, the options. I would think they'd be better. Girl. (laughs) I mean, they're better than Harrisburg, but <laughs> I still when they're great, you I know what I'm saying? You. Yeah. So I yeah. got off Bumble immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to send you the profile that convinced me that I no longer need to be on this app. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Oh and so then shortly after Bumble, because um, the reason I made a Bumble was because my friend um, was complaining that I wasn't getting out there and dating Mm because after my last relationship, I literally wasn't entertaining or dating anybody for like over a year. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, you need to go out on dates. You need to blah, blah, blah. So she literally took my phone and made me a Bumble account. Mm -hmm. And so that lasted about three days until I deleted it. And then shortly after she decided that she wanted me to do BLK, which is for like black singles. Yeah, I've seen that ad. Don't even bother. (laughs) don't even bother i mean i feel like they took every ratchet in the entire country and put them on one app oh god they made it look like it might be like but i will say though i did end up going because unlike bumble with Mm -hmm. the blk app i did end up going on two dates from that app okay 
And both dates were cool. You know, both guys were nice. Well, one of them lied to me about his age. He ended up being 10 years older than what he said he was. Yes. But, um, exactly. Um, and then was confused why I didn't want to come to his house to cuddle. (laughs) So did he say, oh, sorry about that? Or he was still sticking to the lie? Yeah, he said, um... I mean, I'm not to get into the story because it's off topic, but long story short, he basically, I'm very quick with math. Mm-hmm. And so he started giving me dates that didn't make sense. And so I started asking follow-up questions and he started realizing that I was putting two and two together. So he goes, oh, he was like, that's right. Um, yeah, the app messed up my birthday and I haven't figured out how to fix it. So then I went back and looked and he had fixed it. Wow. But he fixed it after... Yeah, like he realized that I saw Mm -hmm. that right, so it was just like, yeah, no, you did that on purpose, like cut it out, um, for sure. But yeah, so with that app, the reason I got off of there was the two people who I went on dates with were the only two who really like stood out to me. Everyone else was getting on my last nerve, and they were just requiring way too much time (laughs) from me. Like this one guy literally would message me six times a day, and I'm like, bro, do you got a job? Like, what do you do all day? Like, do you have a job? Are you in school? Do you, like, read books? Do you even watch TV? Like, what are you doing that you have time to message some random girl you don't know? Because I never responded on an app six times a day. Yeah. Like, I think I responded to his first initial message, and then after that, it was a wrap. Wow. At least you got that red flag, but mm -hmm. that's... Right. So yeah, dating apps, it's like, if you're bored, they're good because it's like, you know, it's, it, you can have as many conversations as you want or as little conversations as you want. It's really up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just for me, I was getting annoyed. Yeah, no, I could see that. But right now, that's a perfect place to find some suitors. Um, then you have social media, of course. Yeah, but nothing's really ch- like. Is it more suitable to slide in the DM now? I guess because of the pandemic, I feel like more people are like attempting to slide in DMs. Like, I recently thought that I slid in someone's DMs, but Amber corrected me and told <laughs> she, me that didn't it was count. Not, it did not count. <laughs> so at all, I personally thought it counted, but she let me know that did not count at all. No, so, no. um, yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, I would be curious to see how a guy would, would he perceive that differently now? Like, is it more acceptable? Or even for Probably. us, I guess, would you accept more? Would you, t- no, actually now, if somebody slid in my DM, I think I'd take it less seriously because I know everybody is just bored and at home. But maybe Like, just- for me, I feel like this is the perfect time to just waste time. So it's yeah. like, if somebody, <laughs> like, messaged me, I'm not going to... I'm not thinking about it being serious or not. I'm just bored, you know, need yeah. entertainment at the end of the day. So it's kind of like, this yeah. is like, if somebody was to slide in my DMs, it's a much higher chance I'm going to reply to you now than I would have before this global pandemic. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes so sense. I feel like right now is the perfect time to slide in DMs and apparently men want women to shoot their shot more often according to black twitter so mm-hmm. yeah mm. so now's a good time I can't to relate. start i guess yeah i don't i can't I... relate but then again one of my friends she like she bagged a few um 
like celebrities and professional athletes doing that. Like she slid in their DMs and they responded. And that was before the pandemic. So Yeah, I don't doubt that it can work. It's just not my style, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's not my style. Anybody either, but... who does it. I don't know. Maybe you know what? Maybe that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna challenge myself to slide into some DMs next <laughs> month. You know, like like May 13th. I'm gonna start. Okay. May 13th. That's gonna be the the two week challenge for Venice. I, gotta I, I slide like that challenge. DMs. I'm yeah, it's be, probably I, not gonna happen. I support you wholeheartedly. I'm done. <laughs> and also, like when sliding in DMs, what is what can like. What is considered sliding someone's DMs? Like reacting to like their IG story, does that count? Or like, do you have to like actually be like saying something like, oh, hey, what's up? Or like, even if you react to something, but you have to follow up with the message behind it. Like what is considered sliding in like someone's DMs right now? To me, I would say you have to say something because- I would say if you, it, when you just react to something and you already don't know the person, it's kind of like, what are you supposed to say back? Other than maybe send some emojis or like it. Mm. Like you got, I feel like you have to give somebody something to respond to. Mm, so you can, okay. you can like um, react to it, but then maybe follow up with a comment. I feel like. Got you. Okay. Because to me, if somebody, if a dude I don't know reacts to my IG story, I'm considering that as him expressing some form of interest in me because I don't know you. That's what I should have done in the past. Like, cause there's been a guy that I, that I thought was like, cool or whatever. I didn't know him. He's reacted to a, um, my Instagram, but I was just like, Oh, you know, whatever. He thought this was cool. Like, what am I supposed to, it was like a picture, a selfie. And he put like a flame. It but- was a self. Nah. <laughs> Nah, but now I didn't looking, know that part. Now looking no. back on it, I realized, you know what? I probably should have given him more. And I wonder Amber, why. a selfie? <laughs> a I, selfie, Amber? But what do you say back to that, I'm though? thinking that this was like a post, like a motivational post you <laughs> no, made no. or something like that. A selfie, Amber? Like, I feel like that is the... To me, that's a direct slide in the DM. Yeah. Like, if I post a selfie... And someone reacts, or if some dude I'm interested in posts a selfie and I react, that is an immediate slide in the DM. Like, but no. then how do you respond to that if you don't know the person? Thank you. I guess. <laughs> like you didn't even say thank you. I liked it, and then I wondered why. I wow, never heard Amber, from that him. is so rude. Oh my god, that I was so rude. I really wasn't trying. Even to be if rude. I'm not interested in a dude, I always say thank you if they react to like a selfie of mine. Oh, I feel that really is bad. so rude, Amber. I feel really bad now. You should I, like because that's <laughs> really rude. Like I feel like if I went out of my way to react to someone's selfie, like I would be devastated if all he did was like it. <laughs> well, and and I got this revelation because the other week Vinny's challenged me to react. <laughs> to to react. Wait, is this the same person? No, no, this oh, is okay. two different people. Um, so there was another guy that I thought was cool on Instagram. We just recently followed each other. So she challenged me to react to one of his posts. I mean, one of his story things. It wasn't a selfie. It was like, it was a book and I reacted. And then he just, he, as y'all know from previous episodes, <laughs> Amber does not react or comment on pictures <laughs> of the actual person she's interested in, but proceed. So I, I put a flame on the book 
And he just liked it. But then that totally made me get it. I was like, wow, like I wondered why I never heard anything back. But what do you say when somebody just likes your reaction? So it made it click to me. I was just like, wow. Now I feel really Like for me, I feel like that's like, that's like a, um, like if somebody just likes, like if they just like your thing or whatever without saying anything, like not even thank you. I take that as like, even it's not a friend of yours or something like that. Right. Like I take that as like a, um, not interested, a soft, yeah, yeah. exactly. A soft rejection mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, so <laughs> now I get it. I totally yeah. get it now. Well, wow. Karma got you right back. Girl. <laughs> it really did. Karma got, now, you know, for the future. Now I know. <laughs> huh? So, okay, let's move on because we figured out suitors at this point, all you have is dating apps and social media. Basically. That's literally your only two options at this point. So Mm -hmm. how can a guy show effort on a virtual date or a female, a guy or a girl? How can they show effort on a virtual date? Um, I like what you said about sending the wine, like you could send them food or something or a drink if you have a way to do that. Um, mm. I think getting like cute, getting dressed, and you know, I like that idea. I hadn't thought about that. That's really good. Yeah, get cute, take that effort, and um, I would just say take it serious. Like, don't have a bunch of stuff going on in the background. Like, give them your full attention. And yeah, what what about you? All of that, I agree. Mm. I definitely think it's like. You know, like you said, like uh, the sending the gift example I gave, getting dressed up, I think, or just something like meaningful. It doesn't even have to be out of the way, just something of meaning, you know, like Mm -hmm. even if it's like, say, I don't know, let me think like, like say we were supposed to go on a date. So we pretend that we're like at that restaurant or like, you know, something along those lines, like just something meaningful, like say prime example this guy who I was dealing with out in Philly, he and I both were like foodies. So Uh we had like a list of restaurants that we wanted to check out. So like to me, a good virtual date idea for him to want to get me back at least, um, or an idea I could give, but I didn't do anything to him. So he deserves this for me would be being like, Oh, um, we were supposed to go to restaurant blank. And then maybe like we eat something that's similar to the food there and then like talk while we eat type of thing you know like Mm -hmm. like say we were supposed to go to like a Vietnamese spot so we make like at home pho and then like eat it over the phone or something like that like I feel like that's cute and that also isn't necessarily like him going out of his way to spend money on me or vice versa but it's still just the meaning behind it yeah or maybe y'all could even cook it like on facetime together yeah that would be cute too yeah that's a really good yeah idea. i would love to do like a cooking facetime date like that is just yeah uh, that would be like my ideal virtual date you know right? oh that's really cute i'm gonna like... manifest that by the end of this um yes because <laughs> yes. <laughs> i cook almost every other day so like that's like a perfect date for me. Uh-huh. You can like show him how to do it if he doesn't know. Right. Yeah. What would be like a perfect virtual date for you? Um, perfect virtual date for me. Ooh, before you go, another one that would be good for me, and I think this one might be good for you, but I don't know, because you don't like when men dress you. Um, is if like like you said how like we would get dressed up. Mm-hmm. So like if I like pick out different options and let him like choose which outfit I'm going to wear for our date 
or um oh. or like something like I send him pictures of different things and he like pieces it together. Like I always find stuff like that cute. In this sense, I think that could be cool. Cause it's not like, it's like just for him. Like I'm not going anywhere. Right. So, and I it's also, you're cute. really picking it out. You're just letting him decide which option, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. you pick out like three outfits and then you let him decide which of the three that you like or whatever. And then vice versa. Like he does the same for you type of thing. Yeah. I would like that. I think that's yeah. cute. But go ahead. Uh, you might have just decided it for me. That would be cool. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Maybe a, maybe the movie thing. I would like mm. that. Like a favorite movie. Okay. Um, um. Yeah, I don't know. I'll stick with those two for now. Yeah. Yeah, I think the cooking thing would be good. The outfit thing. Trying to think of any other. Oh, I love games. Oh yeah. So like, if we played like a game on Facetime, that would be a really good day for me too. Like, yeah, like I have true. this game called um, Truth or Drink. Uh huh. Um, and I've been like craving to play this with like somebody, but I'm not dating anybody, so it's kind of like, ugh. Yeah. But <laughs> but I feel like that would be like a really fun game, like. That'd I have a cute. drink. He has a drink. You know, mm-hmm. like we just play it over the phone. That um, would be cute. Yeah. Yeah. Something like, like that. that. But yeah. All right. So let's bring up a potential scenario, right? Mm-hmm. So one of your old boo things wants to come back around by taking you on a virtual date during this pandemic. What does he have to do for you to take him seriously? Um. I think it all just depends. Like, why? Why is he in the past? Has he done something unforgivable? If if, if unforgivable, we're, <laughs> if we're cool now, then just um show effort and yeah, put effort in, take it seriously. That's it for me. But if somebody, if I'm if I'm already like done with somebody, then I don't. If nothing's going to change that right now. Okay. What, what about for you? Um, so if it's like an old boo thing who's trying to come back around, which means he probably did something wrong to me, but not so outlandish that I'm like not willing to cut him off. Mm-hmm. Um, one, he, he would definitely have to put more effort in than somebody I'm just meeting. Hmm. Yeah, that's a point. So like, that's to me, it's like, whatever he does, it has to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely has to put forth more effort. Like, cause if I meet somebody on like a dating app, okay, cool. I get it. We just met. Like, we don't know each other. Like I'm sure in real life you would take me out on a date, but I'd be perfectly okay with us just talking on FaceTime or, you know, doing kind of like you said, the movie thing or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But if this is like an old dude trying to come back, nah, Mm-mm. nah, that's not good enough. Yeah. I feel you. Like, <laughs> You got to put forth some type of effort. Like, yeah. it just has to be meaningful. That makes it has sense. to be meaningful. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, so with all this free time that we have, what's an appropriate amount of time to talk during a... I'm sorry. To talk with a new, a new suitor during this time. Like, what's an appropriate amount of time to talk to somebody new? Like, a, a time lim- limit for a conversation? Or you mean, like... I guess, like, either or, either or, 
Uh-huh. Like to me, say like, okay, let's say you decide to get on the Facebook dating app tomorrow, right? Uh-huh. And you meet somebody that you, you know, find interest in. How long are you going to talk to him? Like within maybe that day or the next like 48 hours? Um, good question. I guess it kind of depends on the vibe. Like if we have a lot to say to each other, then I, I could have like... I wouldn't be opposed to having a conversation for hours if it's a good conversation. We both have the time. Um, so you'd be okay with having like an all day, every day convo? Not every day, you know. Like I got <laughs> things to do. I have things to do. Not all. Actually, you know what? Not thinking about it, I don't think it's a good idea to start off that way. I think keep it limited in the beginning if you can. So maybe like no more than two hours tops okay. if we're talking phone convo. What about you? Well, I'm saying in general. Like, it's not even just phone. This is either phone, text message, FaceTime, everything. Um, I guess it's hard to Because I guess the reason I pose this question is because before the pandemic, mm-hmm. nobody wanted to come off too available to the other person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it yeah. was kind of like you would limit, like, like if a dude said, oh, um... I want to take you out on a date tomorrow. You'd be like, oh, I'm not free. Um, let me check my schedule. Even though you oh. didn't have anything to do the next day. Oh, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, okay. Or like if a guy texts you, you know, who you just met or vice versa, you might wait a few hours before you respond back. Type okay. Now I understand. Um, I get what but said. now it's kind of like, how do you do that when nobody has anything to, I mean, people have stuff to do, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone has way more time. Right. You can still make up excuses. Like, people are working from home or working on projects, personal things. See, I guess for me, if a guy did that to me, I would take it, like, personal now. Really? But what if he's truly, like, working from home and he has something to do? Well, no, I'm saying, like, that's fine if he's working from home, but I'm just saying I'm not going to take but so many excuses during this time frame because everyone is literally at home. Because even working from home, you still have more time even when you're working from home. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess it is harder to come up with. So I guess I would I would just assume that he's just making excuses, which he probably would be because I know in that circumstance, I would just be making excuses. So I would just feel like he's playing games and (laughs) that Mm. would like turn me off. So it's like when I think about this question, it's kind of like. I guess I wouldn't really have an excuse. Like, you know, obviously we have stuff to do, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to wait multiple days to text somebody back or... Oh, well, days. Like, no, there's still Or coming. like, even to reach out to them, period. Like, I'm not going to wait multiple days because it's kind of like, to me, it's just, that's just playing games at this point. Yeah, I think you just still have common decency. Like, um... Well, no, because I'm saying if I met a person, if I met a dude in person... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to text him for like three days. But it's always playing games. Like I'm going to assume even when we're not in the pandemic, I like it's playing games. But it's it I, is. But it just comes off like like to me, it, it just is way more personal than it would have been if we weren't in this pandemic. I get you. I think in the beginning, I really wouldn't care that much. But I feel I wouldn't, true. I wouldn't want to be disrespected at the same time. I, I guess it's like a fine line in between it. 
You're right. Because now that I think about it in the beginning, I don't know if I'm ever that invested to care. Like, I don't, I never want to feel like you're just, like, especially if, if we have a plan to, like, have a FaceTime call or something. And then there's, like, a no show or something. That's different. But. So let's say, okay, you're on the Facebook dating app. Mm-hmm. You meet this guy. Y'all are talking in the app because you never just give somebody your number. You know, you have to make sure y'all vibe properly first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're really enjoying the vibe a lot. He gives you his number and tells you to text him. How quickly are you going to text him? Um, it ha- What time of day is it? If it's like that evening, maybe the next afternoon. If it's that morning, maybe that evening. But it de- it's definitely not going to be right away. Okay. Because like, so for me, in regular circumstances, mm-hmm. I'm not texting you for three days. Mm. But now it's like, I have no excuse to wait three days to text you. Right. No, I feel you. I guess I'm not thinking <laughs> so of I it, guess right? that's what I meant in that sense. Because I'm thinking of like me dating before this pandemic yeah. versus me dating now and vice versa. Because it's like in real life, I might give a dude my number, you know, whether it's on a dating app or I met him in person. And we vibe really well. And I'm like really excited to talk to him. But he waited two to three days to text me. And it's like, I get, like, I don't get mad that he does that, but I get it because I do the same thing. It's just that anticipation, not wanting to come off too available, all that type of stuff. But now it's like, wow. (laughs) I I feel you. I don't know. Maybe it's also just the game of dating. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's a psychology to it, too. I don't know. It's probably hard for me to imagine just because I haven't been in, like, the app scenario to, to know how it really goes. So, normally, you wait a few days. Have you ever given your guy, a guy your number on the app and then he's waited a few days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and But at that time, it didn't really bother you. But you're saying now. No. Now it might because you feel no, like... I mean, typically, they would text me within 24 hours of getting my number. Mm-hmm. Um. But if they waited, it didn't bother me. Um, but again, I mean, I most of my dating experiences have been like meeting somebody in person. So I guess I just translated those into the app. Yeah. So it was kind of like if I meet a guy in person and rather than me giving him his, my number, he got I got his, which was very rare now that I think about that. But let's just say that happened. Uh-huh. I always waited two to three days before I text him. Like, I, I, I think maybe one person I text him, like, that same day because I met him at, like, a brunch. So oh. I text him later that evening. Yeah. But everyone else, it was, like, two to three days. I probably would do the same thing. I never got a guy's number. Um, but the guys who did, who text me a couple of days later, I was always like more interested for some reason. Same, same. Cause when a dude texts me too quickly, uh-huh. it's like, mm, you come off a little thirsty. Uh-huh. And I guess that's where I'm kind of getting at with this yeah. question is like, so how do you avoid that now? <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we just shouldn't take it. Maybe we should just look at it like it's regular life. Even though okay. we know people may have more time, it's still the psychology to it. So Yeah. I do like what you said, though, like not necessarily texting them immediately, but like waiting maybe until like that later that day or the next day. I mean, but, next it, but it may be different, though, if you're t- if on the app, if you're talking to a bunch of people, then maybe it, you won't want to text them that night. I don't know. I don't know. It's, mm. a, it's, a, lot, it's a lot of factors that go into it. That's um, true. That's true. Unsure. Unsure. That's true. So then do you put a time constraint on because you said like maybe on the phone you would do like a two hour max. 
But would you also include like texting within that two hours too? Or is it kind of, you could text them throughout the day, but y'all are just on the phone for two hours? I don't know. This is like so deep. I think I know. like if we're having a good conversation, then I will keep it flowing. But if, if we're just having like, uh, you know, just that initial conversation over text, then maybe I will spread it out. Um, so I don't know. I never really measured like t- texting time, you know, like how many hours have we been texting? So I definitely have. Cause like I said, yo, dating is really a game. It, it really is. is a game. It and is. it's like, you just have to master it. And I feel like I low key did. <laughs> so what's a good time limit? Cause when think? I think about it, it's like, okay, if I know that the guy I'm talking to is a phone person mm-hmm. or something along those lines, if we text, we might text that morning or early in the afternoon, but I'm not talking to you again until we talk on the phone that evening. So I mean, I'll just yeah. straight not respond to your text message, like after that. Oh, um, doing on purpose. Well, what if it's like a good conversation? You'll break the flow just to meet to get within. Because at that point, it's like we're talking on the phone, you know. And I just I never want to come off too readily available because when you come off too readily available to somebody, you're just getting to know then they think that you're eat like they think they can like take advantage of that or they can like basically everything is on their time or like it's kind of like you just have no say so and they have full control of the relationship at that point so yeah. yeah I've done that like I mean I know it probably sounds petty but I actually I have absolutely done that where it's kind of like I just didn't respond to the text and then he, usually he would FaceTime me that night or like call mm-hmm. me that night and then we would continue the conversation from there and it was fine. But you know, it's like just not coming off readily available because I knew that if I kept texting him one, I wouldn't get that phone call that night. Or if I did, oh. it wasn't going to be a good conversation. Oh, okay. No, that because makes if I'm a lot talking to you all day, then what are we going to talk about on the phone? That makes a lot of sense. I definitely don't want to text anyone all day. Regard- Even if I'm in a relationship, I don't need to text all day. Like, I don't mind people checking in, but like, I don't need to text anybody all day long. We could talk later where you call me if you have something to say, but that that gets to be a lot. I don't mind texting throughout the day, but not like consistently all day. Yeah. Cause then it's like, we all got stuff to be doing. Like I I can't just be on my phone all day long. But I'm also much more of a phone person regardless. But Yeah. yeah. And I've also done like, um, the opposite where it was like, Maybe I just didn't like talking to this specific person on the phone, but he was just, you know, cool to text or whatever. So it would be like, he would call me, I wouldn't answer. And then I text him the next day. Mm. (laughs) And then we would just continue like our conversations via text message, you know? So it's like, yeah, that's sad. That's (laughs) sad. I sound like a manipulator, but that's the God honest truth. It's, it's psychology to it all. Like it's yeah. so tr- it's true. It it makes that sense. That is a god honest truth. Like that's crazy. <laughs> and the same sense. with like dating apps. Like somebody I'm vibing with on the dating app, and then finally they would ask me for my number, and I would purposely wait until either the next day or hours later to give them my number, or if they were or if they were too anxious 
like they wouldn't even wait for me to give them my number. They would just send me theirs. So if they sent me theirs, then it was like, okay, I really need to make him wait because he's just way too pushy. Mm -hmm. So then I will wait two days to text Mm -hmm. him. No, that makes sense. You know, like, yeah, because it's like, like I said, like that whole readily available thing to me is important because I've seen how men act differently when you are too excited or too readily available. oh yeah no I, I definitely agree so yes. I never like giving anybody that impression at the very beginning like Mm-mm. like I remember one time this is the last story then we'll move on this this guy same dude I was talking about this, this guy I was dating out in Philly mm-hmm. he um I was like at home I had just like finished classes because I had classes my program we had nighttime classes so my classes didn't end until like 9 30 at night I got home around like 10 something. He FaceTimed me um, while he was at like a recruiting event. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, um, it was a Thursday and both of us did not have classes on Fridays, but I never told him I didn't have classes on Fridays. Mm -hmm. He only told me that. And so he was at an event. And so he said, he calls me and he was like, oh, um, I'm about to come over there. Now, mind you, I hadn't heard from this man all day. He ignored my text message the day before. So yeah. I'm just like, what, what do you mean you're on your way over here? And he was just like, I just wrapped up my event or whatever. I want to see you. So I'm about to head over there. I was like, no, you're not. And he yeah. was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm about to go to bed. And he was like, no, like stay up, drink wine with me. Like, I really want to spend time with you. And then yeah. I'm like, no, I'm going to bed. And then he said to me, this is when, cause I was considering it. And then he said to me, well, I don't have classes tomorrow, so it's not like, you know, what? I have anything to do. Like so, it's all about him. Exactly. That's exactly how I took it, Amber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I remember I said, to, like, I paused and I said to him, I said, well, I'm not available tomorrow. So I have things to do in the morning. Right. And so, so I was like, so I'm going to sleep. And he was like, he was like, well, what time do you have, you know, whatever. I said, I have class at 9 a.m. And he was like, oh, okay. He was like, well, and I just hung up on him. (laughs) And then I ended up hanging out with him the next day, but I didn't reach out to him like or respond to any of his text messages until like late that afternoon. Cause I'm like, no, you're not going to make it. And mind you, I had nothing to do. I was up until like two o'clock in the morning, Thursday night when he reached Uh out to me that night. I had absolutely nothing to do the next day. I had nothing to do that night, but it was the principle. (laughs) Exactly. You know, like don't ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, so stuff like that is exactly why I guess I play these little games, quote unquote. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't play them. I just haven't thought about it in this aspect, but yeah, definitely. Like in the beginning, don't make yourself too thirsty or too available. And you, and it, it's unfortunate, but sometimes you kind of do have to play a game to seem that way. Like people, right. You, you may honestly just be being genuine, but people may read it wrong. So you just, you do have to think about that. Right. It's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back with some letters. It's time to spill the tea on our segment, Ask, Sip, and Spill, where you can send us letters and we spill the tea. You can submit your letters on our website, sippandspills.com forward slash contact. Again, that's sippandspills.com forward slash contact to submit your advice letters. Also, join us on our Instagram at sippandspills for our Two Cent Tuesdays. Now, let's get into it. All right, we are back. Uh, So the first letter we have is entitled, 
My boyfriend lied to me about his body count. Okay, I don't understand why this is relevant. Okay. Um, Me and my boyfriend have been getting along really well, and I love him a lot, which is why I got upset about this, and I feel confused now. Basically, he told me I was his first because I told him he was my first. I always thought that we shared that together, but last night he told me that he's actually been with one girl before me, and he said that just and he said that just so I wouldn't feel bad, but he felt comfortable telling me now that we've been now that we've been dating for a year. And I got upset and I told him that he shouldn't have lied and now it's been over 24 hours. Wow. <laughs> and he hasn't responded. Normally he responds within minutes, Lord Jesus. So it's unusual for him to take this long. Part of me thinks that something might have happened to him. Oh my God. Which is why he's not responding, but I have no way to tell. I'm just confused now and would appreciate any words of encouragement or guidance. Hmm. I don't even have the patience, Amber. You go (laughs) ahead and go first. Um, I would say... That I'm sure he's fine. Um, that man is perfectly okay. For one, so don't worry about that. He probably just doesn't really know what to say or whatever right now. Um, I agree. Like, that is a lie he shouldn't have told. And it's more significant, I guess, you thinking that you were the only. But I don't think you should be upset that you're not. I, I think she's more so upset that it's a lie, I guess. But, I mean, at least he came clean to you I wouldn't say that's worth ending the relationship or anything like that um I personally don't even believe in asking a guy about that but maybe you didn't I guess maybe he just volunteered I don't know um but yeah I I wouldn't end the relationship you would you expressed you were upset he came clean I I would just move on what about you Venice I need to know how old they are Cause this yeah. sounds very like 14, 15 year old. Yeah. Um, cause that's going to determine my answer. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yes, now I don't believe in asking for a body count, but at that age, absolutely. I was asking. Mm-hmm. So it just, it depends. Um, mm-hmm. but what I will say is I think that his intention was good for lying to you at first, as horrible as that sounds, mm-hmm. because I think that he wanted this to be, very special for you when you guys finally did that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so he probably knew it would be more special to you if you also were under the impression he was your first and you Mm -hmm. were his vice versa um now granted I'm not saying that he was right for lying because he wasn't but I again am assuming that these are very young people so I think that his intention was good and Mm -hmm. I think it's important to consider the intention in this type of situation. I don't think it's a deal breaker. I don't think this is worthy of breaking up because like you said, you love him and everything else is going fine. It's just this one thing. You have every right to be upset. Take that moment, express your concerns, say why you're upset and keep it pushing. In reference to him not responding in 24 hours, he probably has no idea what to say to you right now. Um, Because the fact that he lied about something so minuscule really shows me that he has to be a child. So (laughs) he is just really trying to either one, avoid an argument with you or two, figure out 
what to say or how to make it up to you. He's doing one of the two. So mm-hmm. regardless, don't freak out, you know, calm down. It's fine. But this is not a deal breaker to me. Like this is like, like I said, yeah, it's not It's bad that he lied. He shouldn't have lied to you, but I think his intentions were good. Cause I think he just wanted you to feel special. Right. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on to some new mess. Um, <laughs> so the next one we have is, uh, so this is a woman who's 29, her fiance who's 30, and her mother who is 59. <clears throat> so the woman is the one writing the letter in, and she says, my mother is constantly texting my fiance, and I really don't like it. My mom has been financially dependent on me since my early 20s. She's always worked, but it's always been a minimum wage and I've in, and I've ensured her financial stability. I've always been there for her and have always made sure that she's okay. I had her live with me rent-free for a year after she got divorced and drive her and drove her to work every day. I recently moved in with my fiance and it's been going great. Moving my mom into her own apartment was a team effort on my part and my fiance's. We still take turns driving her to and from work. Slowly, I've noticed that my fiance has begun to feel responsible for her and has gone as far as contemplating us not buying a house together because we can't just leave my mom behind. He worries a lot about what we're going to do with her once she has to retire since she doesn't have any savings or anything. I don't think about it as much. I just figured we'll send her to her home country and just visit her often. The dollar exchange over there is in our favor. Anyways, I've noticed that my mom is always texting my fiance and asking him to get her groceries, order things online for her, take her to the pharmacy, etc. She sends him jokes and links and other online stuff. I'm starting to get annoyed. I can see that it's weighing on him, but he's too kind to say it. As weird as it sounds, it sometimes feels like he's in a relationship with both of us, almost like she doesn't understand boundaries. Well, it sounds like she clearly doesn't. (laughs) I tried asking her not to text him so often because it made me uncomfortable, but she just started crying and insisting on explaining why it made me uncomfortable, and I didn't know what to say. I didn't expect the tears. I just kind of expected her to take the hint and back off a bit. I asked her to just text me if she needs anything and I'll just, and I'll be there just like I've always been. And she told me she feels more comfortable with my fiance. What the fuck? I didn't expect that answer. I'm kind of confused. What should I do? Am I in the wrong? (laughs) She feels more comfortable with her fiance. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. No, I don't think she's in the wrong. I would take that totally. Like, what? Like, th- they're trying to help you out, and you can at least respect their situation. Like, I'm not Girl. saying she should never be talking to him, but if she's told you that makes you uncom- makes her uncomfortable, why would her mom like insist on keep doing it and say she feels more comfortable with the man? I can't even imagine. Like. I have so many issues with this letter. I don't know where to begin. Um, So first of all, your mother has been financially dependent on you since your early 20s. Wow. That's scary. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's scary because that means that your mother has no form of independence. Yeah. And, and to me, the reason probably why she feels more comfortable talking to your fiance is, I'm assuming based off of that statement, is that your mother has never had to be independent and was always dependent on somebody else financially. Mm-hmm. So you were her daughter, but I'm sure she was dependent on men prior to you. Your fiance mm-hmm. is a man. So that's just like old school thinking in that sense, you know, like, yeah, and that's unfortunate. Um, but I definitely think one, you need to have a very long conversation with your fiance. Um, you need to fully express to him your discomfort with this. Like the fact that he's more concerned about your mother's well being than yours is concerning and not saying that you don't care about your mom, but he doesn't even want to buy a house with you and like mm-hmm. with y'all and y'all are about to get married because he said, quote unquote, we can't just leave your mom behind. That's concerning, you mm-hmm. know, like, because that would be something you should be bringing to him, not vice versa. Right. right. So I just feel like you need to have a long discussion with him and let him know, like, listen, my mom's choices were my mom's choices. I love my mom. I'm going to always support my mom. I'm always going to take care of my mom. But my mom is my responsibility, number one. And mm-hmm. the future I'm building with you is me and your future and the family that we're trying to start. Mm-hmm. So, like, you need to, you definitely need to have that conversation with him. Like, I appreciate that he's that family oriented and I appreciate that he is clearly taking your mom in as his own. But it's just, your mom is very inappropriate and she's right. too comfortable being inappropriate. Mm hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's nice that he is supportive and you being there for your family because not everybody's like that. So that's nice. But he shouldn't feel like more of a burden than you do, kind of like what you were saying, Benice. So I agree. I think there just needs to be a big family conversation. Um, Your mom needs to make it. She needs to understand it's not about what she's more comfortable with. She's in a situation where she needs your help. So it has to be on your terms, whether she's comfortable or not, for whatever her reason, she needs to communicate through you because that's what you want. It doesn't even, that's what you want. So that's just what it needs to be. Um, and, and you don't want your mom to be the downfall of your relationship. Right. Exactly. Like, cause that's what, that's, that's where I see this going. Like mm-hmm. you said that she reaches out to your fiance, not even you. Like she texts him about groceries, ordering stuff for her online going Mm -hmm. to the pharmacy for her to pick up her medicine, like all that type of stuff, like the inside jokes and things like that. Yes. I can understand why that would be uncomfortable, but to me, that's more understanding because you're trying to build that family dynamic than Mm -hmm. her going to him directly for her needs versus you, Mm -hmm. because that's putting way too much on him for something he's not responsible for. Your mother is your responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yes, y'all are getting married. Yes, y'all are going to be a union and all those type of things. But y'all haven't even gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. And naturally, so it like, would be more uncomfortable if, like, let's say she asked for something that they just can't do. Like, that's very uncomfortable to have to tell somebody else's mom. No, so maybe that's why she likes it. I don't know. But yeah, he just he shouldn't be in that position. Yeah, I just feel like. I wouldn't be comfortable with with this either. And like I said, I do appreciate that he's bringing in and willing to do this all for your mom. But then at the second time, and I'm sure you've had these questions in your head too, is like, what's going on with your fiance and your mom that you don't know about? You know, Mm -hmm. like, because this is just way too 
this is really like inappropriate to me. Like, I don't know if I'm overthinking it, but to me, this is way too inappropriate. Like your mom is more comfortable asking your fiance to get groceries for her, order things for her online, go take her to the pharmacy, send him inside jokes and other things that she finds online rather than you. That's very strange. That would make me extremely uncomfortable and not to say, you know, whatever, but I know in the back of my head, I'm thinking if this was my mom, my mom would never do this. But if this was my mom, I'd be thinking in my head, like, what is going on between my mom and my fiance that I don't know? Because that doesn't add up to me. Yeah, it it doesn't add up. And for her to say I'm more comfortable with him than you, it's like, if you're so uncomfortable with me and I'm going out of my way so much to help you, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Like, it's just, mm-hmm, that's bizarre. But yeah, they definitely yeah. need to have a conversation. Yeah, like, I just, I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah. And if so she, no matter me, how much she cries or whatever, like. That's another thing. What is she crying about? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is very weird to me. Like, what is she crying about? Because mm-hmm. you're yeah. her daughter at the end of the day. So let's say, because no matter what happens between you and him, your mother will always be your mother. So let's mm-hmm. just say that this engagement doesn't work out. What is she going to do? Because she's over here crying about the fact that you're uncomfortable with the way she's she's communicating with your fiance. So if your fiance goes away, how is she going to react to that? Right. Like, this is very weird to me. Like, this is very weird to me. To me, when people when people cry when they're called out about inappropriate behavior, it's like it's not all the time, but to me, it's like that's their last move when they're backed in a corner and they know they're wrong, but they want to play the victim. Like, what is there to cry about? If if that makes you uncomfortable, and she just needs to respect that. Yeah, I guess for me, it's like if someone's if I'm telling somebody that I'm uncomfortable with something they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they cry about it and then try to make it like explain to me why I'm uncomfortable. Cause she said that her mom started crying and insisted on my explaining why it made me uncomfortable. And I didn't know what to say. So it's like one, I just feel like your mom is doing something behind your back that you don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know mm-hmm. what the situation is. And I hate to say that, but that's just how it sounds mm-hmm. like, because what is she crying for? And then why is she insisting on explaining your uncomfortable, your uncomfort? If I call my mom and tell her I'm uncomfortable about something, she's just going to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm uncomfortable with the way my mom is with one of my friends or somebody I'm dating, she's going to fix it. That's it. She's not going to cry about it. She's not going to like push me and tell me that I'm tripping because of my uncomfort. Like, I feel like for somebody to do that, it's because they're doing dirt that they don't want to be caught mm-hmm. in. So I don't know. I don't trust her mom. Yeah, it sounds a little shaky. But sounds very shaky. Best like, of luck to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, I think that uh, to answer your question on what should I do, am I in the wrong? No, you're not in the wrong. In reference to what you should do, I think you should have a very long transparent like do not hold back conversation with your fiance and then that conversation should then proceed with you your fiance and your mother 
And I think you need to set guidelines because if you don't set guidelines, nobody's going to follow them. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the last letter. This one is a male who's 29 and his girlfriend who's 26. The male is the one reading, I mean, writing. Um, he says, should I tell my girlfriend that sex not being part of our relationship will make me eventually break up? Well, my immediate answer to that is yes, but let's read the letter. Um, <laughs> so we have been dating for close to one, one and a half years now. And early on, I could tell that she didn't have the easiest relationship with sex. We somewhat took it slow, but when we started to sleep with each other, I often got the feeling that she was not quite there or that this was not really about shared intimacy for her, but more about focusing her attention on her own body, if that makes sense. However, I tried to talk to her about this, but it took some time and some drama, which in hindsight feels like a bit like substitution for dealing with the real problem to finally come to the realization on her part that she has some deep rooted issues with her sexuality and does not want to have sex for now. Wow. Mm -hmm. She has been in therapy for some years now for her depression and is trying to work through this with her therapist, which to me feels like progress and a healthy approach. I try to be supportive in this as much as I can, but this is but this is possible only from the sidelines since she wants to work through this in therapy and not primarily with me. This brings me to my current dilemma. We haven't had sex in six months and the times in the six months prior to that, I can count on one hand, which is okay for now and will be okay for some time. Wow. Um, (laughs) But I also know that there is a limit on what in the sense that although I love her very much, I don't think I can be in a relationship without sex indefinitely. The point is that I haven't stated this explicitly to her and I don't know if I should. I made it clear that sex is an important part of a relationship for me, but I never said that the lack thereof would be eventually a reason for me to end the relationship. I mean, yes, you did, but okay. (laughs) Um, The reason being that I think that this would pressure her immensely and possibly making her feel like she has to have sex with me to save our relationship beside despite not being ready for it okay this is annoying me which i think would be (laughs) catastrophic to her therapeutic process another although less important point is that from personal experience such as ultimatum of sorts and the pressure that goes with it makes it actually even harder to activate your limbo okay bro you are just doing the most <laughs> activate your limbido when it's low is it limbido libido i don't remember how to pronounce that word I think it's libido. Um, libido so in the beginning i felt quite sure about this but as this goes on longer and longer and looks like it will be more of a long-term thing it feels somewhat dishonest it took you six months to re- okay Now that breaking up at some point has become a real possibility, I also don't want to have this come totally out of the blue for her. How the fuck would that be coming out of the blue? I'm sorry. So my question is, should I communicate in some way that this might eventually be a deal breaker? And if so, how? 
Go ahead, Amber. You can go first. Me personally, I don't believe in ultimatums. I think that if this is a problem for you, then you should just end the relationship. Because for me, people are going to do what they want to do. I never want to say, you know what, this is what I want you to do. If you don't do it, we're done. Because I don't want somebody doing something that clearly they're not doing and they don't want to do just for the sake of our relationship. I don't know. That's just the way I see it. So I think you should just... She's going through some issues and it may take a while and it's a struggle for you. You're not equipped to deal with something like that right now. So I would say um, just in the relationship, I wouldn't even bring it up. Because like you said, she's just going to feel like she needs to do something that you don't feel like she's up to. So I would just end it. What do you think? I think this is a prime example of ignoring the common sense that God gives us. (laughs) because first of all okay let's just do the math because like i told you i'm quick and fast with math Mm -hmm. half a year is what six months correct right they've been together for a year and a half so that's a year and six months correct Mm -hmm. so for the past six months they have not had sex correct Mm mm-hmm He said prior to that six months, they had sex a handful of times. So in a year, 12 months, 365 days, y'all had sex a handful of times. But you allegedly told her that sex is important to you in a relationship. (laughs) This is literally when common sense is blatantly being ignored. Mm-hmm. there is no reason for y'all to stay together. I'm sorry. I understand that she's dealing with some things, but she clearly has indicated that she does not want your involvement in dealing with whatever she's dealing with. Right. So you need to leave her. And if you want to, you can even ask her if you can go in on a therapy session to tell her this. So y'all can work through it during that session. If that's mm-hmm. easier for you. Cause I know like, you know, like I know a lot of my family, my mom primarily has done therapy, you know, on and off throughout my whole life. So sometimes when we had to introduce information to her, we tried to do it during a therapy session. So we would mm-hmm. ask like, oh, can you see if your therapist can let us come in or whatever, or we want to do something, come in. And that's a perfect time because then the therapist is able to realistically see where you're coming from and where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. And then once you're done, you're, the therapist because they're able to see both perspectives directly, will be able to help her realistically move forward with that and find her own healing in that without necessarily, you know, whatever. Like that's, Mm -hmm. to me, that's the best way to go about this because it seems like her therapy is very important to him. Mm -hmm. So it's like, see if y'all can talk about this in therapy, but during the therapy session, you need to just break up with her because I completely agree with Amber. Ultimatums never work out for anybody period. Mm -hmm. They don't work out for the person you're giving them to. And they don't Mm -hmm. work out for you either. Like, Mm -hmm. because if you have to give somebody an ultimatum, it's like you basically are forcing them to do something that they aren't naturally or want to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like certain ultimatums, I kind of understand like a rare one. Like when I, an example I think of is like this girl, um, she was dating this guy or whatever for a while, but they hadn't put a title on their relationship, which mm-hmm. I personally feel like was partially her fault, but whatever. 
and mm-hmm. they were um, about to go to um, one of his family members' weddings. And mm-hmm. so she told him, I'm not getting on this plane with you to go to this wedding unless I know exactly what we are because I'm not willing to go with you to your family's, like, uh, as a plus one to your family member's wedding without us being in a relationship. So I need to know that now because if so, I'm just going to stay here. I feel so that. to me, that's mm-hmm. a fair ultimatum. Mm-hmm. This ultimatum yeah. is not okay. Like no. this is y'all should have broke up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And so now it's kind of like, I don't think she's going to be caught off guard with you breaking up with her because she knows she hasn't had sex with you in six months. Right. Like right. that's common sense. That's that is like unless the person you're dating is a virgin or is celibate or y'all have both agreed or that person has told you I'm not comfortable having sex until blank and you are willing to deal with that mm-hmm. anything else it just doesn't make sense yeah like no mm-hmm. I agree no so yeah you need to just end this relationship because you're wasting both of your time mm-hmm. like I don't even understand how you can really sit here and say you made it clear that sex was important to you but then in the first year, y'all only had sex a handful of times. Yeah, it seems like you never... Like, is sex really that important to you? Right. And maybe he was hoping for things to get better. I don't know. It's just going to get worse. All that's going to happen, he's going to end up cheating or something and then making a mess of things or... Right. Yeah. It's, or you're and then even him saying, like, oh, we haven't had sex in six months, which is okay for now, but will be... um, And will be okay for some time, but in the basically saying in the future it's going to be a problem no sir it's a problem right now like i don't want you to normalize the thought that not having sex with your partner for six months is okay yeah unless that was something that y'all both agreed on right i mean you can't he can't assume there's going to be an end in sight who knows how long her therapy is going to take or her healing process is going to take um so she may just need to do that on her own without feeling the pressure. So yeah, I think yeah. Just and I mean, I appreciate that he wants to like work through this with her and like mm-hmm. even being involved in her therapy. But because he said that she made it very clear to him that she does not want his involvement and she wants to work with this one-on-one with her therapist, bro, you need to go. Because mm-hmm. if anything, you're just distracting her. Because right. now it's like, even in her therapy sessions, when she's trying to work on her, she also has to think about how it's impacting you, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, if you really are concerned about her, you need to think of it from that perspective. Like, you're holding her back from her fully being able to embrace her happiness. Yeah, I agree. Because totally. she has to consider you at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, bro, you gotta, you just got to let this go. Like I, don't, like I said, I think the best move is doing it during a therapy session or if that's not feasible or she's not willing to do that, then sooner than later. Yeah, I like the idea with the therapy session because it'll help her process it. That's a good that's a good idea. So that Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. it's also like I think for therapists they appreciate that because when you're in therapy, the therapist only really sees one perspective, which is fine because they're working with you. Mm-hmm. But when they're able to see the other person's perspective, they're able to better um, work you through how to deal with the situation versus them fighting with your own perspective of what the reality is. Right. 
Right. You know, no, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, ideally I think you should try to do it in therapy with her, but if not sooner than later. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, so that wraps up the letters and that wraps up this episode. So we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star rating. You can find us on sippinspills.com. That's S-I-P-A-N-D-S-P-I-L-L-S.com where you can find our podcast, blog posts, and join our email list where we offer special giveaways and discounts. Also, make sure you follow us on social media. That's at sippinspills across all social media. And until next time, deuces! Man, I like trees, trees, got a whole game, push back on my team.